met your mother a podcast about friends and how i met your mother i'm david i'm natalie um weird that we like last week's episode we recorded earlier than usual and this one we're doing later than usual so it feels like we haven't done this in forever yeah yeah but it has been it's like a week and a half but yeah. we're like uh yeah i feel i feel rusty yeah. but um so just a reminder, if you also feel rusty, you don't know the show, this is a show where we watch an episode of Friends, an episode of How I Met Your Mother, we compare and contrast and, and talk about all, the, all sorts of other stuff. Today, we're on season three, episode eight or nine? Um, <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? I want to say eight. Uh, let's see. I could tell you. I could tell you if I wanted to. It's episode nine. Oh, we're on season okay. three, episode nine. <laughs> Uh, season three, episode nine of Friends is called The One with the Football. Season three, episode nine of How I Met Your Mother is called Slapsgiving. But we're going to put a pin in Slapsgiving, and we're going to start with season three, episode nine of Friends, The One with the Football. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Normally, you ask me how I'm doing. Oh, yeah. I guess I went off on how I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, how are you? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know everything to get off your chest? <laughs> No, no. I, uh, today, as as of this recording, it's a national holiday, which we've never celebrated. I mean, we watch fireworks, but yeah, we're recording this on the 4th of July. Yeah, there's not but much yeah. to celebrate this year or really any year, let's be honest. So let's, um, it, but if you do watch fireworks, it's, keep your pets safe and comfortable yeah. first and then go look at explosions in the sky and think the band. about go see the band explosions in the sky yeah. in concert but think about how fucked up this country is yeah it's and it's then, it's hard to feel patriotic sorry i cut you off no go on you're right yeah we're yeah not- it's difficult to feel patriotic this year i have in the past considered myself someone who like believes in the hope and promise of 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 this country i would say not just obviously the recent just rash of uh, deeply anti-democratic, um, unpopular, and harmful decisions from the Supreme Court um, are a part of that. But I would say, from since the pandemic and 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 realizing um, how many Americans simply refuse to believe that they have any duty to each other, other outside of just themselves and their immediate circle you know mm-hmm. um that there's um the being american to a lot of people freedom seems to mean freedom from giving a fuck about anybody except myself right. uh, and i've um so i've been my patriotism has been waning um for for years because of that you know i i still think that you know participating in the process is good it's still good to to vote, but also participate in the process in other ways. Protest, strike if if mm-hmm. we if we need to, or if you need to, and you're you know, there there are lots and lots of nonviolent ways um, that we can still at least not roll over yeah. for the yeah. for the way that the um, uh, the minority of. Uh, Political opinion in this country has seized control by unfair means of gerrymandering and and you know abusing uh, the loopholes and the rules you know like with Merrick Garland not getting uh, uh, even a hearing about being the Supreme Court justice so like they're just 
you know, we have a lot of problems. I don't think it's right to give up. But uh, it is very difficult to feel patriotic today. Yes, or any day. But yes, or any day lately, especially. especially. Today. So, yeah. uh, as you listen to this, hope you uh, uh, celebrate it in whatever way that's meaningful to you. I mean, yeah, spend time with friends. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. You know, don't punish yourself <laughs> because you're if you're equally upset. Don't punish yourself by keep staying away from your friends. Like if you want to. Barbecue with friends, uh, obviously it's too late now, but if you want to barbecue with friends or watch fireworks, just make it a celebration of something else. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right. Um, so let's start with season three, episode nine of Friends, the one with the football. Um, it's Thanksgiving, which is the weird we're, we're recording this on 4th of July. Yeah. Both these episodes take place on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, the Friends episode takes place entirely on Thanksgiving. So we're at Monica and Rachel's. Monica is whipping up a big Thanksgiving dinner with help from Rachel and Phoebe while the men are watching football. And this is like... Classic Battle of the Sexes. Yeah, this is an immediate hint of what this episode is going to be in terms of like its gender politics and the the way that it tries to mine comedy from gender politics is, is, I think, you know, tipping my hand here about how I feel about this episode, but I think it's pretty lazy. It's pretty broad and 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 hacky. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we get that uh, right from the beginning. Um, and um, uh, we find out that uh, so it's halftime. Phoebe wants to watch football. She's never watched a football game before. The second she sits sits down, it's halftime. Yeah. Um, and so they decide it's Joey's idea. Why don't we play a game of football? Meanwhile, Chandler, still not over Janice, uh, understandably, doesn't give him an excuse to put his shoes on Monica and Rachel's chair. I don't know if you, when he was like looking out the window, he's like sitting on like a, no, he's, he's sitting on like a table, like the lamp. And then he has just his feet on the seat of the chair and looking, and he's looking out the window. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. So, um, uh, so then they're going to play football, and then uh, you got to help me out with something here. So we find out there's a funny line where Monica and Rachel are like, "We, or Monica and Monica and Ross are like, we're not allowed to play football or whatever." Yeah. yeah. Um, and we get this whole backstory about their family played football every Thanksgiving. They played for a made-up thing called the Geller Cup, but Mo- Monica and Ross were too competitive, and, and Monica broke Ross's nose. Okay. I there she says I this is maybe maybe we should have like broken our policy of not talking to one another during episodes. Okay. Cuz Monica says some Monica says something that like I she can't have said what I heard cuz it doesn't make sense on a number of levels. But it sounded like she said we were both six. A, they say this happened 12 years ago. Obviously, they were teenagers, you know, by the time this happened. Yeah. And also, they're not twins. I forget who's older. But what is? what did she say? You were both sick? No. Like, I thought she was saying, like, maybe we were tied at six. But okay. that's not what she says. She says we were both sick. So maybe that's what she was saying, though, maybe is that the game was, saying, was tied? Yeah, we were tied at six. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah, that made more sense. Within the story, it definitely makes more sense. But I was trying to figure out, what the hell did she say? We were both six is what yeah. it sounded like. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, 
anyway, so uh, they haven't played any like football since then. Uh, but they finally they agree to go play football. They go down to uh, a fenced in park that you know, like with uh, last week on the on the street, like the. Their ability to like fake being outdoors is very bad. It yeah. does not look like they're outdoors. Yeah. But um, they're in this fenced-in, leaf-strewn park. Um, excuse me. Um, it was very like West Side Story. There was like a woman hanging out of her window. And, yeah. Like, yeah. Just. It, yeah. Yeah. It looked very, very funny. I also thought of the sets from West Side Story. Um, but like a, a chintzy like yeah. high school play production yeah. of West Side Story in yeah. this case, uh, they pick teams. Um, obviously, Monica and Ross are the two team captains. They pick teams. Rachel gets picked last, and this is like um, a part of uh, this is the beginning of a running joke about Rachel like being the worst athlete. Yeah. Um, that I think actually they do they do get some funny stuff out of as the episode goes on. But she's mad that she's picked last because, like, Monica's her best friend and Ross is, of course, her, her right. boyfriend. Like, yeah. she's uh, she's she's mad that uh, – or she's sad. Then Chandler, I thought the fun is kind of troubling. When Chandler's getting ready for kickoff, he's saying, the ball is Janice. The ball is Janice. Yeah. Like, he wants to kick Janice. That was troubling. He wants yeah. to, like, injure her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I kept thinking about the – there are other people in the park. Yeah. Again. And there's like kids yeah. on swings. And I was just thinking about the logistics of making this. Those kids must have just been swinging all day. I bet those kids got sick of being on the swings. Yeah. This is another example of them making the world their living room. Taking, yeah, exactly. Taking over, taking over. Any, any situation. Yeah. Uh, okay, what else? Then um, Chandler, meet, there's a woman, I guess, walking her dog. Sitting in the park with her dog, yeah. Sitting in the park with her dog. Um, her name is Marha. Well, she's it's Joey first because he's trying to like catch a ball and she stops it with her foot and then he like, okay, yeah, that's looks up Joey at her. looks at her first. That's yeah. right. Um, and and he meets her and she's a, an attractive woman and the actress's name is Susanna Midnight. Ooh, <laughs> I thought that was cool. That's um, a good name. Uh, I don't know if acting is her main gig. She doesn't have a lot of credit credits, but is she uh, American? You know what? I don't know. Let's look that up right now. Susanna because Midnight. The whole uh like the whole way they interact with her is yeah. like they're being culturally insensitive. Yeah. She's a foreigner, yeah. she's Dutch. I think she's American from what I can find. Okay. She is apparently more of a producer than any anything. Hmm. Um but uh Oh, I found her Instagram. Oh. Oh, it's private. But you can see from her little profile pic what she looks like now. Oh, Still yeah. very pretty. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, this is another troubling thing where, where like, Joey obviously has the hots for her, then Chandler does, and then Chandler's like, I think I'm going to ask for her number because Chandler's, like, trying to get over Janice. He's like, maybe this will help. And then Joey's, like, kind of condescending about, like, sure, I'll but let you, you have, have her, her, which is, like, uh, un- un- unsettling. Yeah. Um, and I mean, to the show's credit, at least it knows that it's not cool. Uh, you know, it comes up a couple times. Um, uh, but then finally they, they, I can't, they, they start playing and then like Ross doesn't want to play anymore. And then Monica's like, I, 
uh, oh right, they like get to half their halftime, which is when Monica has to baste the turkey again. Uh-huh. And Ross wants to quit because of whatever Monica's behavior. And then Monica says, I know what'll like make you wanna play, and it turns out she has the Geller Cup. In mm-hmm. the story it had been <laughs> thrown into a lake, which is funny. Uh, but it turns out uh, when Ross went to the ER with his broken nose, Monica dove into the lake and, yeah. and salvaged the Geller Cup and has been keeping it in her apartment this entire time. Yes. It's, still a, it's a troll doll yeah. nailed to a two by four, which is nailed to like a tuna can. But or it's something. all roughed up. So props to the props department for like showing us the actual Geller yeah. Cup. Yeah. Because it's impressive. Yeah. Um, Oh, wow. I had a weird copy and paste error here. But um, at this point, I think I might have missed where this happened. But um, Chandler and Joey are both like trying to compete to see who Marha, who's decided to just sit and watch the game for some reason, has got nothing better to do on Thanksgiving. Well, I guess she's Dutch. She doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving. She has a cute dog. Yeah, she has a cute dog. But they're like competing and then Chandler like... Uh, reaches out to tag. They're playing touch football or whatever. Reaches out to tag Joey and grabs his jersey and rips and, and rips it. Which like I suddenly had a flashback sense sense memory to like first grade. I did that to a kid on the playground. I felt awful. We were like playing tag or something, and I reached out and I grabbed the back of his shirt and he kept running and it ripped his whole shirt open. I, don't, I hadn't thought about that in years, but what seeing. <laughs> No, it was actually awful for me because I was already like the least popular kid always. So then on top of that, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure I felt awful. But like, yeah, I don't know. We don't need to make this a third week in a row of me talking about how much I hated school. But like a big part of it was that I was like not popular and very insecure. And and so talk about like. Uh, recess. I fucking hated recess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Recess was a, a bad time usually. PE um, was a bad time for me. Yeah, uh, that's why I went to uh, summer school PE. Uh, yeah. In 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 high school, once it was like a uh, there's like a you have to take you have to have a mm-hmm. PE credit. If you're in high school or you have a kid in high school and they have to take PE and they are able to, summer school PE is the way to do it. It's so easy and uh, you also don't have to like get all sweaty and then go back to class, which is something yeah. I always found so weird about, about gym class. Um, uh, so that was, uh, that was the way to do it. Well, another way to do it is to, get, to take bowling. Which means yeah, you, I didn't have that. You have to wake up early and go to the bowling alley first thing in the morning. Which, that actually sounds fun. I don't. Actually, I didn't have that option. Yeah, really fun. But yeah, I'm. My mom took archery in high school. Oh, Isn't that fun. weird? Yeah. That was not an option when I went to high school. Very fun. Um, I was definitely a Rachel. Like always, got picked last if we were playing like, um, like kickball or softball. You know, and I was like up to the plate or whatever. Everyone would be yeah. like, "Bring it in!" It was humiliating. I got hit by yeah. like balls in the face. <laughs> there goes <laughs> there social, social life. life. <laughs> um, uh, I at least got because my parents, you know, I was so mad at them for this at the time. They like made me play sports, you know. Yeah. Um, mostly baseball. I played basketball a couple of years. I played soccer one year. That's we'll tell that story another time. Why I didn't play soccer a second year, uh, you know fun. that story. story. Uh, but um, so I eventually did get to the point. I never got like I was never one of the best, you know. Um, but I, I did eventually get to a point where I was good enough that there were basically 
other less athletic kids who would take the heat. So as gym class went on, it got a little bit uh, easier for me because I like at least like I remember one kid who literally, like literally didn't know the rules of baseball, which is probably you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, that kid just got roasted, uh, and and I feel bad that I was standing off to the side being like, "Whew, better him than me." Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, okay, we're. So yeah, he rips the jersey. I can't remember when that happens because I screwed up my copy and pasting my notes here. Mm. Uh, but then we get um, uh, a, a montage set to there of, of them playing football. Uh, set to get ready for this by Two Unlimited. Yeah. You know, ready for this? Do, 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 yeah. do, do. Well, it starts with the "Let's get ready to rumble," yeah. or as it now I now hear it in my head, "Let's get ready for Dumbo." <laughs> do you remember? You never saw Tim Burton's live action Dumbo that came out in early no, 2019. I it's didn't. very, very bad. Yeah. And it has that guy whose name I used to know, Michael something. I can't remember what his name, as like the master of ceremonies at the circus. And he says, Let's get ready for Dumbo. That's he says that in the movie. Like so, that's a part of the movie. So embarrassing. It's, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> but that's not what I hear. Um, okay, so. Uh, yeah, there's a whole montage of them them playing. I can't remember if anything particularly funny happens during the montage. It seems like it would. Um, but uh, we we come back. <laughs> Rachel keeps being told to go long just to get her out of the way because yeah. no one wants the, her to be a part. And at one point, she's just like eating a street pretzel. She, and she's like, I went long. <laughs> she got a pretzel on the street. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's also a thing where she's like hungry. She wants to eat. Yeah. This is all just like killing time. Um but then, yeah, like, Ross is, so the Monica's team is winning, and Ross is, like, uh, bummed, and, and there's a whole thing about Monica being competitive, but it all it's all this, like, like stupid gender stuff where she's like, oh, Chandler got tackled by a girl, and are you really, are you afraid to get beat by a bunch of girls? It's, it, like, like yeah. I said, it's, I mean, this isn't, because you and I have talked about certain, like, when it comes to, like, uh, trans awareness and stuff like that, like, sometimes we are kind of judging these shows by the current cultural standard, but that's yeah. not what this is. This is just lazy, like, hacky joke. Like, this would have been hacky 10 years before this. Yes. You know? I agree. And there is that, like, segment where, like, okay, and then it's, like, the girls versus the boys, and then they there's switch that. switch teams, yeah. Um, I don't know, like, um, Monica's, like, faux feminism. Worst, that awful talk, speech, which, which is, is all still, like, it's so, like, she's telling, and also, I'm not unaware of the irony that I just interrupted you during this conversation. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, she's so, like, her idea of, like... Girl power. Girl power feminism. is still coming through this, like, male lens yes. of, like, yes. guys who, watch, you know... Watch the game and don't pay attention to you. Yeah. Um, which will lead to a funny... One of my funniest jokes. Oh, good. Jokes. Mine, too. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. So then we get another um, uh, uh, montage with another... Well, it's obviously Get Ready for This by Two Unlimited is a very 90s song. In a way... Miserloo by Dick Dale is a very 90s song, even though it's not from the yeah. 90s. Yeah. But because of Pulp Fiction, yes. that, sh that song started popping up yeah. all over the place in, in the 90s. It's a great song. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so it, it ends with uh, a really great 
moment where um, they're tied up because the the boys have come back and they're tied up, I think. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Rachel goes along and um, Monica doesn't have any option but to throw to her and she actually catches it. Mm -hmm. But then she's so wrapped up in the celebration that she doesn't carry it over the goal line so it doesn't count. And then they... And then they're like, okay, so the ball's still the in ball's play. The ball's still in play. So Monica and Ross are both like uh, 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 tackling, like they're laying, like both holding on to the ball. And like Ross is like, let go. And again, Monica's like, let go. I'm just a tiny woman or something like that. Yeah. Um, so we find it. So after the, the, we have like kind of a, so that's how the episode ends is them fighting over the ball. Except we get a, the rare like two part tag. Mm-hmm. So we get a tag of, Four of the friends, the non-Geller friends, actually eating Thanksgiving dinner around the the coffee table. Yeah. And, like, one of them's just eating, like, mashed potatoes from a big bowl or something. They're eating some... One of them was eating something right out of the bowl. Like, hadn't even made themselves a plate. I think it was Phoebe. I think it was Phoebe because she can't eat. She's a vegetarian. Oh, so she probably had her own... Had her own bowl Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) Um, and, And they're eating. And then we get the... The, the payoff of the tag, which is that it's dark outside and Monica and Ross have, are still on the field, clutching like clutching the ball. ball. They will not let go. And then it starts to snow yeah. and they still won't let go. And they have a moment of like, oh, yeah. but then they're still. Oh, I forgot to mention earlier that like um, the, how the whole Marha thing, like it was weird that they invited Marha up to their apartment to show the Geller Cup. Yeah. But then. Uh, yeah, I didn't talk about, like, Ross was like, just go ahead and tell them which one you pick or whatever. And she picks Chandler, um, uh, cause Chandler is like the smarter one, I guess, uh, which he kind of like made Joey look bad by pointing, like revealing that Joey has no idea what Dutch means or where, uh, where Dutch people are from or where the Netherlands is. Um, uh, but then he celebrates in a way that's childish and it turns her off. And yeah. so, so neither one of them, you know, can have her quote yeah. unquote. Neither one of them get her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Uh, do you ever, so that's how the episode wraps up. Do you have any other, uh, stray observations before well, we move this, on to the funniest moments? This was all very physical. So they all got an opportunity to let their, um, f- physicality shine. I think they all had like we normally talk about Ross and his physical comedy. Yeah, but they all we've got one in my funniest moments, by the way. Okay, um, but yeah, there was a lot of uh, physical. Con- this was all physical. It was like yeah, mostly just a football game. Yeah, did but was there anything? I mean, there's the one. Let's go into funniest moments, right? Okay, because yeah. I'll start with mine. The funniest physical bit is when like Rachel's frustrated with. Ross and Chandler standing there and, and, and Rachel takes the football and bounces oh, it off of Ross's yeah. head and then yeah. Chandler catches it and just goes into the game. Yeah. That's great. Other than that, were there any big like moments of physical comedy that were like super funny? Not super funny, but like, um, Monica really does like tackle, you know, Chandler. In, in, yeah, yeah, Chandler in the game. Um, Rachel really like, Catches the football. Yeah. Um, Phoebe actually flashes Chandler. <laughs> oh, right. I didn't like that. Yeah. Uh, um, actually, I just thought of another physical moment. But you do one of your funniest moments, and then we'll do my other physical one. Okay. So during um, Monica's faux feminism pep talk, um, she was saying, like, think of all the... 
think of all the men who had always one eye on the game and the other eye on you. And then Phoebe goes, you dated someone with a glass eye too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think she specifically says guys who had one eye on the TV when you were making out. Yeah. Because I, to me, I pictured the eye being like out of the head and set on top of the TV <laughs> for making out purposes. <laughs> That's what I was picturing. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Um, so my other physical moment that I actually think was really funny in that, like, you know, the, the slow-mo moment leading up to Rachel's going to make her pass or going to catch her pass. Monica's looking at who to throw to Ross is charging at her and Joey and Chandler well outside the bounds of the rules are just like grabbing Phoebe. And one of them actually has their hand over Phoebe's mouth. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, another funny one was. Um, I thought um, when the Gellers are like having their like sophomoric fighting, like losers talk, losers walk. And then Chandler <laughs> says, losers rhyme. Yeah. Which is funny. <laughs> Any other funniest moments? Um, I thought it was funny when, um, so Phoebe was really excited about a huddle because she's never had a huddle. So then they're in a huddle and Phoebe says to... Um, <laughs> It, wait, who was on her team? Monica and Joey? E- yeah. yeah. She goes, she goes, Yeah, that's right. Do you guys really think of Chandler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because like we we talk about like pairings with the group. Yeah. And it's funny to think that like she's kind of like, I don't like Chandler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could see her not liking yeah. Chandler. Or that's going through funny. phases of being like yeah. disinterested in him. Yeah. But she was there to comfort him when he was listening to Lionel Richie, right? Yeah. After the breakup. Yeah. So, no, yeah they've, she's, all, they've all had moments. They've yeah. done good jobs of, like, pairing everyone. So yeah. we've seen, like, sweet scenes. We've seen funny ones. Like, it's never awkward. Yeah. Um, but I like the idea of her, like, secretly not liking him. <laughs> that is um, I have another one. Okay. Um, it was kind of when, um, after the shirt ripped and Chandler... Um, where Joey said, that was my favorite shirt. And he's like, well, now you have two. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah. Uh, well, let's move on to Friends But Make It Fashion. And I'll start with right from that moment. Once the uh, jersey's gone, I actually thought Joey's like long sleeve shallow V t-shirt was uh, really cool looking. Hmm. Okay. And I mean, it showed off the Matt LeBlanc's in great shape. And... Uh, Looked good on him. I think it's funny. Like, they made it seem like, okay, um, while, while the meat's cooking or whatever, let's um, let's quickly go downstairs. But they clearly had plenty of time to, like, fully change. The girls braided their hair, like, put on, like, full <laughs> football playing gear. Yeah. Like, so who's... So, like, Phoebe must be wearing something that belongs to Monica and or Rachel, and Ross must be wearing things that belong to Joey and yeah. or Chandler because they're not they yeah. didn't go home did and they and the girls braided each other's hair <laughs> um, I'm to assume um, but speaking of Phoebe's shirt it said that girl and it had um, the Lululemon logo before Lululemon was a thing but it's a reference to it's Marlo Thomas and yes. it's a reference to the that sitcom girl. Batgirl yes. yeah I know that yeah. but have okay. you seen the Lululemon I'd have to picture it it's exactly that that girl cartoonish oh my gosh yeah isn't it that's so true i didn't even yeah i didn't think about that yeah i just wrote lululemon that's funny uh I wonder yeah so that's the question is 
whose that girl t-shirt is that? That seems like such a Phoebe thing. Does Phoebe just have like a change of clothes or did she they go home? She some clothes just like in the closet. Or did Phoebe and Ross both go home and change and come back? Maybe. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, that's yours? Mm-hmm. So I have another one. Um, I like Marha's outfit. Oh, yeah. Her like yeah. burgundy on burgundy. It's like ox blood on burgundy. And yeah. It looked like a Monica outfit. Yeah. Yeah. But with a sort of severe like haircut, like a bob, I guess, but not too short. I don't know. Mm, it was kind of like a Karen, how it was like bumped up in the back. Yeah. We didn't have that yet. We didn't have that yet. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. We didn't, we didn't really talk about how um, we talked about like the cultural insensitivity on Chandler's part. He was just like, throwing insults at this poor woman. Oh, no, it was Ross who was saying, like, uh, who, like she's going to take you back to her windmill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, no, he calls, her, funny, though. he calls her Heidi, like, Does, dismissively, yeah. and then says, like, oh, who are you going to take back to your windmill? Yeah, uh, it's just funny. I think it's rude. It's, I think it's okay to make fun of Dutch people. <laughs> They're not... <laughs> they can take it. I guess. <laughs> if you're Dutch... Were you offended? Dutch listeners, were you offended? Oh, that reminds me, speaking of, like, calls, listener interactions yeah. and calls to action, we put out what would you do if you were in the, fountain. in the fountain with your friends, and we got a great response from a listener named Jenny, um, and it was, uh, I remember the gist of it, and I had to, like, scroll back through my tweets and, and, and find... Uh, Jenny says, my fun fountain activity would be throwing a coin in to make a wish, then grabbing it back out and throwing it again. Infinite wishes. That's really good. It's a good one. That's yeah. really good. It's when a I good was bit. thinking about it, I didn't even it didn't even occur to me to do something with the coins or wishes. But yeah. yeah. Good job. Yeah. Good job, Jenny. You win. Yeah, Jenny wins. <laughs> Best response. Okay. Um other uh oh, the only other like sort of make it fashion pre football game, I kinda liked um Rachel's dress. It was like Gray and black, or oh, like okay. almost like lavender and black stripes. stripes. Uh-huh. Um, uh, a, a dress with long, long sleeves, and then yeah. just the the skirt part of the dress was just black. Yeah. The stripes were only on the top half. Yeah. Um, but there's a reason I bring that up. Okay. Come up later. All right. Um, running jokes, motifs, foreshadowing. Obviously, Monica being competitive is a big. Yeah, uh, both was, the Gellers in this point in this case. There was a really offensive. Um, we've talked about fat phobia, but at one point, um, uh, Ross says to Monica, "Cheater, cheater, compulsive eater," oh, which was like totally insensitive. Yeah. yeah. Um, about her disordered eating. Yeah. Um, Rachel being bad at everything. <laughs> she tries. Um, oh yeah, there was. A very funny joke that I think I, um, how did I pass that up? I don't know. Where did I put that? Um, oh, right. Uh, at the very end when they're, um, uh, eating and the, the Gellers are still outside, uh, Rachel's like, I want to play football more. We should join a league. Isn't there a national football league? And Chandler's like, yeah, they play Sundays and Monday nights. Yeah. And, and she's like, oh, I work Monday nights. And Phoebe's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I guess this was before the advent of Thursday night football, because now it's Thursday nights, Monday nights, and Sundays. Okay. And then 
Saturday's during the playoffs. Um, Ross also references Monica's big fat elbows, which is how he got injured the first time. Oh, I completely missed that. Yeah. Uh, should we take a break? Yes. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, we're back. We're ready to talk about Season 3, Episode 9 of How I Met Your Mother, which is called Slapsgiving. Natalie, take it, take it away. Mm, okay, so... Ted is, uh, I get, we start with, um, like a flashback to eight months ago and Ted is talking about how he and Robin are kind of navigating, um, like friendship after being exes. So, um, yeah, we even had, was it last week or two weeks ago when there was even a line where Ted's like, well, you know. Oh, yeah, it's when when they think Marshall and Lily are getting divorced. Yeah. And Ted's like, we can still hang out. And you and I broke up. And we It's not weird. And then everyone's like, that's kind of weird. kind of weird, yeah. yeah. Um, but we get um, a flashback eight months ago where they have, like, very silly inside jokes when anyone says, um, like, for example, gen- oh, it's just general knowledge. General, general knowledge. knowledge. They, they do, do a little salute. salute. Yeah. Um, another one was... Um, Corporal punishment. Corporal, corporal punishment. punishment. Um, Colonel something. Colonel stuck in my teeth. Colonel stuck in my teeth. <laughs> That's very, very funny. Yeah. Um, uh, commissioner. Wait. Uh, There's a few other ones. There are a lot of them. Yeah. Oh, Major Buzzkill. Major Buzzkill is the one at the end. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but then they're in, yeah, present day, and they're obviously, there's a lot of like tension and awkwardness between them. Um, there's a scene at McLaren's where they're planning Thanksgiving. Um, Robin says she's going to bring, um, this new guy she's dating named Bob. And Bob is, God forbid, he's 41 years old, which is how old I am. Yeah. No shame. No shame at all. And you don't look like Orson Bean. Uh, Orson Bean is the actor here who, uh, oh yeah, go ahead. So in, in Ted's mind, he looks like an old old ass Orville, Orville Redenbacher dude. Yeah. And that's who they get. So they have, or so even we see just very briefly what Bob actually looks like. Yeah. He's like a handsome fit guy with some gray in his hair. Yeah. Um, but for the rest of the episode, he's played by Orson Bean, yeah. uh, who you might remember, uh, mostly from being John Malkovich, I think is, uh, okay. you know, okay. um, the old, the old man who, uh, insists he has a speech impediment but doesn't right. in in being john malkovich right. but yeah orson being great actor he was in a ton of stuff he, he passed away in 2020 um but before uh we get to orson being um uh, robin also has a little speech about canadian thanksgiving because yes. first she yeah. says she says i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry i forgot that like you you know take this seriously since i already had my thanksgiving and then she uh correctly uh 
gives the history of Canadian Thanksgiving, Canadian Thanksgiving which I've already, I, I, she said it, I looked it up while we were watching to confirm that what she said was true, and I forgot what it yeah, was. It was yeah. <laughs> but, uh, they all make yeah. fun of her for being Canadian, especially Barney. Barney's like, yeah. why is this even a country? Yeah, what do you have to be proud about or something yeah. like that? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I don't remember the context, but we see Barney as Borat for Halloween one year. So the, it's a running joke in this episode that Barney can't keep track of how many days there are in each month. Right. So it was a flashback oh. to a year ago that he dressed up on October 30th. On the 30th. Which yeah. To me, like, I feel like a week before and a week after Halloween, it's fine to wear a costume because there are, like, parties and gatherings that can't fall on the actual day. Exactly, So I feel yeah. like any time in that window, you're fine with a costume. Yeah, Certainly no the day before, it would be fine at a bar to wear a costume. Yeah, yeah, it would be, it would make sense. Yeah. yeah. So that didn't really work for me. But um, I liked the costume. It was a good costume. Yeah. It was Borat. Yeah, it was a good costume. Um, okay, so the plan for... So... Answer me this. Okay. Are you going to ask what I'm going to ask? I have a question written down. No, probably not. But oh, okay. Lily and Marshall, like, have their own home That's now. exactly what I was going to, what I wrote. Okay. Why aren't they at the new place? So then I was thinking, like, okay, they're just hosting at Ted's, but it's clearly still their apartment. <clears throat> yeah, I wonder if it's, I mean, obviously it would be better if the show made this clear, but you and I are homeowners, and there was a period of time that we owned the place but hadn't weren't able to move in yet. Yeah. So, so I'm maybe, thinking they're in that period. I'm hoping we get to see the new place. Oh, we will. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was really hoping that this Thanksgiving would be in their new home. Yeah. Because she I, was talking about their China, like being able to use their serving set. Yeah. And there was so much talk about like, this is our first Thanksgiving right. as a married couple. And it felt like they kept saying like, this is the first time we're doing this. And it's like, well, no, it's not. Yeah. Like, and didn't, you're not even doing it in your home. Yeah. So. Wasn't the season two Thanksgiving episode also a Friendsgiving? Yeah. Season one wasn't. Yeah. Uh, but um, I could be wrong about that. But um, uh, yeah, I was expecting them to, to, to move. But don't worry. We have, we are not done with okay. the place in, in Doa Satripla. We will see it again. Okay. Um, so they're all making their plans. <laughs> Marshall has been alluding to um, Slapsgiving. He keeps saying it. Um and Barney uh, is upset by <laughs> upset by it. Yeah, and kind of oh, like right. terrified because we saw earlier there in the show there was the slap bet the countdown to the to yes. slap number three. Yeah. So this was the origin of Barney mi- misunderstanding. He didn't realize that the countdown ended on Thanksgiving yeah. because he thought October had thirty days. Yeah. So sorry, that's why that was. And we get a little recap of the first two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is always fun, and we get a little um, slapcountdown.com website appearance. Yeah, which, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, so the plan is to make pies at Robin. So everyone was supposed to go, um, and they were supposed to meet at, like, 8. So Ted is like, okay, I definitely, like, want to go late because I don't want to be the only person there. So he shows up at 9.30 late, and it's just Robin yeah. Uh, Marshall and Lily are too busy, a.k.a. Lily's, like, doing everything in the kitchen. And yeah. Marshall is just, my sweet, sweet Marshall is failing me. He's just yeah. sitting there with one of those um, hand... Hand exerciser hand things. Hand exerciser's yeah. getting ready for the slap. Yeah. And the, the whole reason they had to make the pies at Robin's is because Marshall can't be trusted overnight Marshall with, with pies. Yeah. <laughs> Which reminds me... 
I know you saw this movie because we saw it together. But do you remember the movie This Is the End? Uh, yes. All the celebrities playing themselves. Yes. And so at the beginning of the party, Jason Siegel is playing himself at James Franco's house. And he's, it's one of my favorite, like, weird little jokes in the movie that he doesn't say how I met your mother, but Jason Siegel is clearly complaining to Kevin Hart about having to do, like, lame husband jokes mm. on how I met your mother. Okay. But Kevin Hart doesn't get that he's complaining and is just just thinks the jokes are funny like he's talking about you know she's like who ate the last piece of cake and i have to be like oh no and kevin hart's like <laughs> you ate the cake <laughs> i do remember that's that. a very funny bit in I that in that, that movie um okay so they're awkwardly making pie and they start like really arguing um well um they're trying to like break the awkwardness she's um she is giving some like pie facts and then he <laughs> Ted says like remember that Thanksgiving we had sex seven times yeah. obviously like making it awkward yeah um they're arguing and then they start making out and they end up having sex at Robin's yeah oh now, did be, oh they're fighting because they find out that so they're making a pecan pie and he said you're you allergic can't eat, you're allergic yeah. to pecans and then he's like, wait, this is for Bob. This is Bob's pie I'm making. Yeah. And so they're arguing about how their friendship is like, if we were actually friends, you would be honest with me about the pie. And then she says like, well, if we were actually friends, you wouldn't be mad that the pie is for Bob. Yeah. So they're good both, points. They're yeah. both right. Um, now, did sexy pie making mm-hmm. make you think of another movie you and I saw together? The movie Labor Day, in which Josh Brolin and oh, Kate Winslet sensuously make a pie together. Pie making. <laughs> yeah. No, there was no. I mean, there was not a lot of like good, like sexy tension. No, in yeah, us. it was bad tension. It was bad tension. Yeah. Um, so they slept together, um, but so yeah, okay. So we get like commercial break, and then you know, Robin tells Lily, and Ted tells. Uh, Marshall at the same time like something weird happened yeah um, yeah we get like a split screen we get a split screen um, um so let's see okay so there's like more slap slap fun Bernie like fully breaks down he's like yeah terrified of the slap it's he can't eat he can't sleep he can't do anything he's lost 10 pounds his suits are wearing him yeah exactly <laughs> and he but he's while well, insist he was insisting though beforehand that he was that the countdown took away the suspense and so he wasn't worried right um so as the slap uh slap count commissioner Lily slap is, that commissioner, yeah. yeah, she's finally like so fed up and she's like, no slapping. No slapping We're on gonna, Thanksgiving. No slapping on Thanksgiving. Um, this is our first Thanksgiving as adults, which is like, no, it's not. Yeah. Um, and so they sit down for a calm, boring Thanksgiving. Yeah. Even though Bob brought, brought jello shots. Bob brought jello <laughs> shots. Um, Marshall makes like a, a very sweet speech about how Lily <laughs> is like, did this whole thing and he loves her so much and she's great. And, um, then Lily, is she drunk at this point? Lily's I think, I don't know if she's drunk. She's just like given up. She's just given up and she's like, um, slap, slap fight is on. Slap's giving is on. Yeah. Cause Barney's being obnoxious and we get the countdown and he, she tells him twice, like 
stop it. And yeah. then finally she lifts the ban. Yeah, she lifts Just the ban. in time for the countdown to Just end. in time for the countdown. We hear it. It's like a British woman. Slap down. Wait, what does it say? <laughs> I can't remember. Okay. Um, and then Marshall succeeds in a really awesome slap across yeah. the table. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> goes to the piano, <laughs> writes a song about it. A song that he's composed. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's a um, talented composer, yeah. pianist. Um, but it was a funny scene where um, oh, Barney... Don't give away my one of my funniest moments. Well, Barney sings along. Yeah. Was... I mean, but that's part of the plot. You can, like, yeah. you can demonstrate it later. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, let's see, we're all together um, having a good time. <laughs> but there's a sweet sort of end because um, Ted and Robin have gone into Ted's bedroom and sort of come to the conclusion we can't do this we can't be friends we'll oh, I we'll, we'll have scene. this dinner yeah. together and then like we gotta like avoid each other right but then during the yes. dinner Wait. go ahead oh, i was did you not hear the dot 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 i was handing it back to you okay. during the dinner i know but i forgot about that scene but then you reminded me of it so i whatever okay so dot 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 i'm picking it back up <laughs> uh, with my notes here <laughs> Oh, okay. So Bob's talking about his Thanksgiving. Um, I forgot his anecdote, but he's like, it was a major buzzkill. And then Robin and Ted at the same time says major buzzkill. And that's to indicate that they will always be friends, that that friendship is an involuntary reflex, which is fun. Yeah. And one of them, Barney or Marshall or someone says, I thought we were done with that. And Robin is like, I guess we're not. Yeah. So they are going to be so friends. So they are going to be friends. It's going to be a little bit awkward, but they're going to be friends. And then at the end, they all do. I can't remember what Robin says um, uh, at the end, but they 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 all do the the salute. Yeah. Yeah, but I can't I can't remember what exactly she she said. But anyway, yeah, that's the general idea or something like that. Yeah. Okay. What's your funniest? Uh, well, you go first. Um. Well, I really like. Um, when uh, someone says, "Oh no, the slapatizers." Well, that's my first one too. Oh. But it's specifically, yeah. Ted is like awkward because of Robin, yeah. and he awkwardly sets down the 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 tray of stuffed mushrooms, and then they fall on the floor, and the tray shatters. And then Barney or Marshall like looks at Barney and goes, "Oh no, the slapatizers." <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing. Yeah. Uh, all I wrote was "Oh no, sabotizers," and I didn't remember the context. Yeah. Um, during like the awkward pie making, um, Robin says, "I hear something burning." <laughs> I missed that. That's very funny. funny. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, the slap itself is hugely hilarious. Yes. Like Jason Siegel and Neil Patrick Harris are doing a great job, but also the timing of everyone and the timing of the countdown you know and lily saying you can slap him like and and barney having like you know two seconds on this countdown to go like oh no and then he gets yeah. slapped across the face and flies onto the yeah. onto the onto the couch very very funny um yeah i also wrote um don't spoil your slap <laughs> 
Um, it, this was a real slap in the face. <laughs> so yeah, Marshall is like taunting Barney throughout this whole episode. Yeah, which is part of what's annoying Lily because she's like has actual work to do, and all all Marshall cares about yeah. is ruining Barney's day. Yeah, but he salvages it in the end. In the end, the yeah. Very sweet speech. Um, uh, so my last. Oh, you have one more. I do, and it's also kind of will tie into my uh, props to the props department, but. Um, Marshall makes a hand turkey yeah. and shows it like the, yeah. um, what is it called when there's like a whole string of, yeah, like a, what is that called? It's called a string. something. I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. You yeah. do like, you make snowflakes or like whatever. Like an accordion or... style. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a string turkey. of hand. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like cute to me that he actually did it, like cut it out, folded the paper, yeah. made a full. Again, leaving his wife to do all of the food yeah. prep. Yeah. Uh, no, my last one, which I already spoiled, was the song. Yes. And the fact that, like, Marshall's singing his song about being slapped, but Barney's, like, in pain, and his, like, oh, his moaning in pain becomes, like, the backing vocal of yeah. the song. It's yeah. very funny. It is very funny. Um, and I wonder, like, a, a, I think, like, a character actor like Orson Bean, you know, who's been around for decades being in a scene like this that's so like reliant on history of the show like i'm sure or something was like i have no idea what the fuck is going on in this scene but he's he's great in it he yeah uh, yeah he's very funny um should we move on to how i met your mother but make it unfashionable yeah this is a rough episode this was rough um the roughest one might be uh lily's hat yep her big, like, oversized, like, newsboy cap. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Um, also she terrible. She looked like a... Uh, she looked like a, a, a cab driver in Dick Tracy. Like a newsie. Like a... Yeah, but it was just like, it was so exaggerated. Yeah. It was like puffy and, and, and comical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also unfortunate was uh, Robin's, like, red satin blouse with the ribbon. Robin's satin top. What? Yeah. F. Yeah, with the big, like, wide open, like, cleavage area, and she's wearing, like, a lacy camisole underneath or it's whatever. It's not cute. It looked bad. It looked bad. Yeah. Yeah, and it looked like, I mean, like, also, I, I guess Thanksgiving is close to, is, like, the holidays, because it looked Christmassy almost, mm-hmm. with the, the red and the, the bow, as you mentioned. Yeah. It looked, like, Christmassy in a, in a really tacky way. Yeah. So, yeah, bad episode for fashion, but yes. that's par for the course for How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, running jokes, motifs, foreshadowing, obviously slaps. Third slap, um, Robin being Canadian. Right. You, you know, you're better at these than uh, I am. I'm supposed to be the one who knows these. Someone called someone a skanktron. I don't even remember that. But they're always using unfortunate language yeah, about women. Yeah, slut shaming and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a mustard plug poster. That's always been there. Yeah, mustard plug has always been, been in, yeah. in, in Ted's uh, bedroom. I've, I've mentioned it before, I think. Yeah. Um, well, one thing I'll, I'll, I'll mention, um, the, uh, the little saluting thing in the end when they say like, we're just going to do this now, aren't, aren't, aren't we? Yep. <laughs> this is like, this is a new part of the show. I like it. This Me too. I love it. I think it's funny. I think now that you finally watched the show, um, I might start doing it around you. I might do it as well. Good. <laughs> uh, is that it? Uh, yeah. We should talk okay. similarities, right? Yeah. Okay. How similar was Lily's Thanksgiving dress to Rachel's Thanksgiving dress. They had the same oh. I mean Lily's was more flowy and Rachel's was like was yeah. was was form fitting, but right. it had the same like 
horizontal stripe pattern. Yeah. That's why I went out of my way to bring it up in Friends, well, because was, Lily wears the same yeah, stripes. No, that's great. Um, also, similar, like someone's noshing on a like turkey leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And usually, like Thanksgiving, you don't get that like big giant turkey leg. No, you generally it gets carved up, it and gets you're getting up. slices like right. carved slices. Someone doesn't turkey. have like a big old Renaissance fair turkey leg. Yeah, but maybe you know. She's the one who made the turkey. She gets to decide if that's what she wants, that's what she gets. Okay. So, yeah, that was a similarity. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, Thanksgiving, obviously, is a major similarity. Then They will take place on Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I guess the, like, um, um, like kind of like the women and men um, domestic duties separation. Yeah, division of labor. That's true. Yeah, division of labor. That's that's a that's a great point. That, yeah. like Marshall was just like the doing nothing. Yeah, the dudes. Yeah, yeah. That's not the way things work in this house. Wait, right? What, what, yeah, no, but what? Why do you say it like that? Are just you making sure people know. Alluding to doing more than I do. No, no. I'm saying I want people to know that I'm not like. The friends, boys, yeah. or or like Marshall. Yeah, this very weekend actually, we did a um, one of those like meal boxes where we made meals together, and that was really fun. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. We um, we did some and if some cooking. Hello together. Fresh wants to sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, because I heard. He, well, well people, if if you oh, right. listen to this show, I don't know if you listen to Battleship Pretension. I think a lot of. A lot of the listeners to this show came from Battleship Pretension, but I know not all of them. But uh, Battleship Pretension is my movie podcast. We have a Patreon, and for the Patreon, for the video specifically, um, the what we call the Admiral level patrons, we uh, Tyler and I did a like a cooking show where we made minions pizzas, made little pizzas, and then decorated them to look like minions. Yeah. Uh, and that is at patreon.com slash Battleship Pretension. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> What's next? Well, we got to play favorites. Okay. Three, two, one. How, How I, I Met, Met Your, Your mother. mother. Yeah. Clearly the better episode. Better episode. And also, I have to admit, um, the, like, major buzzkill and then Robin saying, I guess we're not done, like, emotionally, like, Got actually yeah. worked. Yeah. It was a very sweet moment. Yeah. Um, and not in, a, in a, not in a forced way. Yeah. Should we move on to my favorite segment to introduce? Yeah. Let's do that. My favorite segment to introduce is called... How were we doing? This is where we look at what was going on in the world on the days that these episodes aired. So, season three, episode nine of Friends, the one with the football, aired on November 21st, 1996. Uh, on this day, so demonstrators in Zagreb, I don't know if that's how you say it, it's uh, in Croatia, demonstrators in Zagreb demand the survival, we're phrasing, of Radio 101. Radio 101. I had to look this up, um, uh, was, and I guess on the internet still is a, uh, independent radio station that, um, would air, uh, views that were maybe, uh, counter to what the government wanted and the government like tried to revoke their license okay. and the people of Zagreb, uh, protested and, and got Radio 101 back on the air. Uh, now I think it just exists on the internet, but that's something that happened on this day in 1996. Top five songs in the U.S. on the Billboard charts. Mm -hmm. Coming at number five, Keith Sweat's Nobody. Nobody knows it. Oh, okay. We did this already. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number four. I hope you know this one. 
because I don't. Meryl Bainbridge's Mouth. Oh, yes. Wait, I do know this song. Okay. Um, why don't you vamp while I... Well, I'll say number three is Tony Braxton's Unbreak My Heart. And number two is Celine Dion's It's All Coming Back to Me Now. And of course, at number one, Black Streets, I Like the Way You Work It, No Diggity. So Meryl Bain- Bainbridge's Mouth. Oh, gosh. Is this it? Oh, that's an ad. No, I think it's it. Oh, that, I see, because they're making... We probably don't have the rights to this, but... We, we definitely don't have... I know we didn't get the rights to... I, I don't know this song. Yeah. I wanna taste it. Okay. Cute. All right. Um, season three, episode nine of How I Met Your Mother Slaps Giving aired on November 19th, 2007. Uh, <laughs> Darla, what do you have to say about that? Yeah. On that day, uh, speaking, sticking with protests, there were... Uh, um, this is Burmese, but it wouldn't be Myanmar. Yeah. Uh, anti-government protest. Uh, Philippine President Gloria Arroyo says her country will not ratify the new Association of Southeast Nations Charter unless the State Peace and Development Council frees opposition leader, leader Aung San Suu Kyi. Um, Aung San Suu Kyi, I remember, you know, one of the most famous political prisoners of uh, of all time, um, eventually um, got, uh, she was on house arrest and she was you know, uh, compared to Gandhi, she won a Nobel Peace Prize right. for all this, and then she was finally released and elected like president or whatever the title uh, is, um, or position is um, of of Myanmar, and then has had not a not a great record in terms of like turning a blind eye to the like killing of the Rohingya Muslims. I had to look up the those Muslim, Rohingya Muslims. Uh, and also, like, anti-journalists, which is so strange that, like, freedom of speech was something that was big. Right. But now she's been, like, sort of back on house arrest, but, like, in a bad, like, she's over, overthrown. There's, like, a coup. Myanmar is just a, a very dicey um, uh, situation, it, it seems. That's a very uninformed thing that I just, just said. But... Uh, uh, in 2011, uh, um, Michelle Yao played Aung San Suu Kyi in a very bad movie called The Lady that was directed by Luc Besson, who was, like, known for, like, action and science fiction and stuff hmm. and made this biopic of Aung San Suu Kyi that was not good. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, there were protests on November 19, 2007. Top five songs in the U.S. on that day. At number five, Colby Kelly's Bubbly. At number four... Soldier Boy Tellum's Crank That Soldier Boy. At number three, Timbaland's Apologize. At number two, Alicia Keys, No One, No One. Uh, and at number one, Chris Brown's Kiss Kiss. Not a lot of change. We need some... Uh, luckily, we'll have... Soon we'll have the... Within the timeline of the shows we're watching, we'll have, like, the holiday, holiday break, which means we'll have, like... We'll come back to 
the charts like a month later be, and hopefully it'll be hopefully, some different yeah. some new songs um maybe meryl bainbridge will make it number one on the chart. maybe she will um but uh i just want to get to a point where in the how i met your mother time that i'd like know more songs yeah, yeah. I, yeah. uh final segment is called challenge accepted this is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on the shows um armed only with knowledge of the episode titles but first let's look at how we did last week so i said the gang get too invested in playing a game of pigskin in the park leaving monica and her meticulously prepared thanksgiving cornucopia sadly forgotten kind of it's pretty close pretty close let's see um you said Marshmallow and Lilypad host Turkey Day at their Smelly New Digs. Didn't get that. Should have happened. Yeah. And Barney gets slapped numero trace, which you did get. So I think we both get a point. Okay. Is that right? I'll take it. I mean, I'm still ahead one. You're still ahead one, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we both we both get a point. Let's look at what's happening next week. Can you vamp for just a minute? Hatch chili mac and cheese. Oh, that actually sounds really good. Buffalo style almonds. That doesn't sound and black bean infused tortilla chips. Why is jicama a funny word? I want to, like, there should be... I don't know how much ASMR you actually, like, watch or listen to, Natalie, but there are certain, like, like tingle, like, trigger words that people will, will like, repeat. Like, jicama. Yeah, I think if when you're your Trader Joe's-based ASMR channel, there should be a lot of you just going, jicama, jicama. Guajillo salsa. No. That one's not as good as, as Hickama. Uh, Friends Season 3, Episode 10, is called The One Where Rachel Quits. Oh, my. Okay. I'm going to say... Obviously, Rachel quits her job at the perk right that's what it's got to be i'm gonna say she quits well you talked about rachel not being good at anything i'm gonna say the storyline is yeah uh rachel discovers the one thing she's good at (laughs) and uh quits the perk to seek out opportunities to do that one thing professionally. So yeah, I'm going to say she finds her calling, but okay. I just said it in a dumb way because that's how we do this this game. Yeah. So I'm going to say, yeah, Rachel, fi- Rachel quits her job because she finds her calling. She finds like, okay. oh, here's something I can do. Okay. Um, how I Met Your Mother... Season three. Episode 10. Episode 10. Is called The Yips. I remember this one. The Yips. Okay. Um, So I'm going to say The Yips is referring to a dog. Oh, man. See, I was going to ask, are you familiar with the concept of The Yips? Which is like, like, uh, say, like a golfer who's normally very good is like inside their own head 
and they keep like missing their shots or whatever. You know, it's like yeah, like second guessing. Yourself. Yeah, so it's like someone's usually good at something, but it's like mm. in in the, inside their own head and it's fucking them up. So I think you should have that sort of baseline because the yips is an existing term that I just didn't know because I'm dumb. Um, also, it has mostly to do with sports, and we've been, uh, we've established that you don't know anything again, about sports and yeah. and didn't grow up in a sports family. Um, yeah, I'm not good at this game or any game, <laughs> to be honest. I'm good at bowling. Yeah, you are, but yeah, definitely I'm a better bowler than I am. Pretty good at basketball, and you wouldn't know to look at me because I'm very very short. But I, the only the only evidence I have of that, and it's absolutely true, is when. Our nephew was younger. Would have birthday parties at Chuck E. Cheese. The little like Papa basketball shot, thing. Yeah. You would own it. That you were I so good. Owned at it. it at Papa yeah. Shot. I keep um, threatening to get us a basketball because we have a basketball court right behind our home. Yeah, the new, we live next to a park and it has a basketball court. Yeah. Um, okay, okay, so the yips. Now, now that you're now that I know because I think you were handicapped, now which is you, also a sports yeah. term. Now that I've told you what the yips. Now mean, that you spoon fed me the no, but I'm saying yeah. Okay, so the now average okay. person would have that knowing, like okay. would would have that up that knowledge. Okay, but I'm gonna say the game is um, picking up ladies. Okay, so someone's gonna be off their game with the yips. That's. I feel like you have to say who, right? Okay, Barney's off his game. Okay. Because Barney's the one who like claims okay. to have so much game. Barney's inside his head and off of his game when it when it comes to scoring with. The ladies. Yeah. Okay. So. Yep. That's it. We did the entire episode. We've talked about season three, episode nine of both shows. We're done with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Do we have a, we didn't have a call to action. Um, listeners, let us know your favorite Thanksgiving side dish. What's yours? Uh, sweet potatoes. But not the kind with marshmallows. Not, not with the marshmallows? Not the marshmallow one. No. I like some brown sugar in there. Yeah. I like some pecans in there. Yeah. Not if, not if, not if you're Robin. Robin My sister like makes a really allergic. good one. Also, you make a killer mac and cheese. Thank you. But that's not my favorite. Because I also, I didn't grow up with mac and cheese as a standard uh, side dish yeah. uh, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, now I provide it, but um, I'm trying to think what my favorite is. You love mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, yeah. I was almost going to go with rolls. Yeah, rolls are good. <laughs> rolls are good, and that was definitely, as a kid, I would, like, just house rolls. I also love um, green bean casserole um, when done properly. That's a, I, We might have talked about this. Listeners, sorry if we talked about this the last time we talked about Thanksgiving episodes, but uh, I am... The old, the older I get, like I mean, Thanksgiving is supposed to be like about indulging, but I find like I make it through like a plate and a half, and I'm I hit a wall. Whereas when I was a kid, and we'd be like my grandma's for Thanksgiving, I was just going back and getting more food all Constantly, night. Yeah, just, yeah, I just eating so much yeah. that I, uh, I I can't do that anymore. I can't even like eat a burger without like having to lay down afterwards. <laughs> and mind you, my burger is like half the bun and a vegan version <laughs> yeah yeah uh all right so you can find us 
you can find this podcast wherever you found it. Please continue to do that. You can also find posts for every episode of Battleship Pretension.com. I already talked about what Battleship Pretension is, uh, but go over there. You can uh, email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter or comment, uh, you know, reply to me on Twitter. That's a lot, a lot of people talk to me about the show uh, at Davy Pretension on Twitter. So, um, Natalie, I forget, where uh, do you want people to find you on the internet? I don't. However, you, if you like this episode, you should um, rate and review and subscribe and tell your friends, tell your mothers, um, engage with us. We will read everything. We will we do, yeah. respond. We'll give you a shout out like yeah. Jenny did with the awesome... Awesome fountain idea, fountain activity. Shenanigans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we shenanigans. appreciate it. Yeah. So yeah, let us know about Thanksgiving or if we brought up something that you um, disagree with. That's yeah. fine, too. That's fine, too. Yeah, um, please. Okay. Until next time, see you in Pennsylvania Dutch country. <laughs> <laughs>